It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to the Rendezvous. I'm glad you are here with me tonight. Before I get to your questions, I want to answer one question. Somebody asked me, how do I keep my joy of life, my joie de vivre, since I'm single, living alone in the Midwest for the last, I don't know how many weeks and months. Me, actually, and my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis. And I've said that in a little video, that I don't know if you've seen it on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, I said, if you want to find your joie de vivre, you have to look for it. For instance, if it's a sunny day, I'm grateful. If I hear birdies outside, I like it. If I hear a song in my car, I sing. And when I do uh, my cooking, I like to do a chocolate mousse, easy breezy. And those little doses of joie de vivre makes my day better. So don't forget about this. Keep your joie de vivre, rain or shine. Your questions are next. If you want to share a positive story and send it to the universe, 855-905-8255, you call me. The show is made for that. Sheila, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sheila. So, I understand that you and your boyfriend found a way to still do romantic things outside. So, what is it you guys are doing? So, we've been doing six-feet-away picnics. Um, for a couple of reasons, we haven't been able to be in direct contact with each other, but we still try to... He will come over um, every weekend, and we'll do a six-feet-away picnic in the backyard and he'll cook all of this amazing food and bring it over, and then we'll wear masks and, you know, stay six feet away, but we'll just be able to enjoy each other's company and enjoy a delicious picnic, and then we'll usually spend some more time watching a show together from six feet apart. <laughs> wow, I like that. How did that make you feel every time you do that? Um, it's definitely hard because we can't, we're not able to, like, you know, be in, physical contact with each other but I yep. think it's it, it makes it so much better to know that I'm able to see him at least and kind of like be with him and enjoy these romantic and really special moments with him despite everything. I like that. You know what? We do the best with what you've got, right? It's it's not mm -hmm. perfect for anybody but I like how you guys find a way picnic six feet away. Uh, just one question. What's the favorite dish in the picnic? What's the one thing at every picnic you like to eat? He makes, he's a baker and he bakes bread and he makes this amazing like bread loaf. Um, so okay. he always brings that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm, I need that actually if you could bring it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit jealous. Sheila, thank you so much for sharing that story. I appreciate it and, and I wish you a good night. Good night, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to play that voicemail because uh, Emily sent it to me. She has a question about her boyfriend. Something is in the way of romance. Let's figure out what it is. Her voicemail is next. If you have a question for me but you can't call in during the show hours at night, you can always, and I mean it 24-7, leave me your question in a voicemail at 855-905-8255, just like Emily did. So let's listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Emily. I'm calling because since the quarantine, which is about five weeks, my boyfriend refuses to shave. Now he has this beard that's not trimmed, not at all attractive, and he expects us to have ooh-la-la -la, or me for, to be attracted to him in some way, and I just can't. 
So what would you say to do in order to get him to maybe shave it or at least clean it up to make things a little bit better or make him just a little more attractive again? Uh, thank you so much. Uh, au revoir. Emily, thank you for the voicemail and your question. I am going to answer uh, that question. How can you convince your partner to change something about his look? I'm going to tell you how to do that next. What would you do if your partner um, let themselves go? So in the case of Emily who left me that voicemail, she said, you know, uh, my boyfriend let his beard grow too long, I guess, and she doesn't find it attractive. And so she asked, what do you do to convince your partner to kind of uh, not let themselves go or shave the beard or the moustache or, or anything. So, Emily, there's two ways to go for this. The first is the adult way, and hopefully you'll understand. You say, listen, um, I don't find it attractive the beard on you, so please shave it so we can go back to being close and romantic. I just, I don't like that feeling. And so please, you know, respect what we have and don't break in a passive-aggressive way the attraction, the chemistry that leads to romance and ooh-la-la. That's the first way. The second way, you go on a strike of shaving, you know, anything of yours. You don't shave your legs. Mm -hmm. Just, you get my drift. And I guarantee you, after a few weeks of that treatment, he will make peace with you and he will shave his beard. But hopefully, the conversation should be enough. You calls and your questions are next. Any relationship questions, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rosie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So I understand you haven't been on a date in a while. How, how long? A year and a half. What? Yeah, I'm a grad student, so I don't really have time to date. And I've tried the apps, and they're not great. So I don't know how I guess to meet a guy or what approach to take. Cause I'm clearly not doing it right. Okay, let me understand when you say, um, so you go on dating apps, but first of all, what what type of dating apps are you going on? I've tried, like, Coffee Meets Bagel, Tinder, um, Bumble, and, like, the guys that I've met don't actually want relationships. So after the last one, I just kind of gave up, and I haven't really bothered with anything. Okay. Now, um, what are you looking for? You're looking for a committed relationship? You're looking to get married? What is your ultimate goal? I would like a committed relationship. I don't want hookups, and yeah, I don't know that I'm necessarily ready to like get married to someone either. Just a regular, stable relationship. Okay, so here's the thing. You know, uh, who doesn't dare doesn't live. If you stop going to those apps and you decide it's a waste of time, you have no chance whatsoever to meet anybody. So my, my advice is to not worry about whether it's going to work or not because it's like um, a percentage game, it, you know, uh, the the man who uh, is looking for you is out there, but if you don't take the chance to meet up other guys, you may never meet him. So I don't want you to stop, really, because, yes, a lot of young men and men, you know, want a ooh-la-la and there's the Tinder and all of that. That's a classic. But there is also other, you know, apps that are more serious. Usually you pay a bit bigger fee and people are more committed. But more importantly is dating is part of life. And you're young, and you should not give up on dating. And, and, and you have to look for that guy. And if you don't, you know, you're missing also some wonderful moment of life that uh, may be meaningful, but, you know, not forever. Like wonderful kisses, wonderful romantic dinners, wonderful coffee. And even if it doesn't lead to a full relationship, it's important. It's a wealth of life to have that 
uh, in your life. So my recommendation is to keep on dating, hopeful, with a great sense of humor, and you decide, <laughs> after all, if you want to go further or not. But I wouldn't want yeah. you to give up, okay? Okay. I think that's reasonable. I think you're right. I, I'm just looking at it the wrong way. Meet, 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 have fun. It'll take 20 minutes of your, of your day, no more, okay? Okay. Thank you for your call and have a good night. Good luck to you. Thank you so much. Ooh, this is an interesting email. So I just got an email from Melody who has a question for me about her boyfriend who really, I think, messed up. So let's get to her email next. If you have a question for me uh, during the day or actually any time and you can't call me or leave a voicemail, don't hesitate. Send me your question in an email at therendezvousshow.com, which Melody just did. And she goes, Simon, earlier tonight, my boyfriend told me that I tell him I love him too much. It came out of nowhere and it made me feel really stupid because I just say it when I feel it. But I guess it's too much for him. So how do I know how much I should say it without annoying him. Melody, allow me to answer your question in a very direct way. Next. So, how would you feel if you were Melody who sent me that email at therendezvousshow.com saying that her boyfriend just told her that she tells him, I love you too much. And now Melody feels really stupid and, and kind of annoyed and she's asking me, you know, how do I know how much is too much when it comes to saying I love you? What's the right dosage, I guess? Melody, I think the real question is not how much you should say it. The real question is, how in the world your boyfriend feels annoyed by you saying I love you to him? That's where the problem is. You know, it's like, Houston, we have a problem. So I don't want you to stop saying I love you. If you feel it, you say it. Now, next time he says it's too much, you know what you're going to say? Uh, really, so if it's too much, why are we together? Because honestly, why would you stay with somebody that doesn't appreciate you when you say I love you and doesn't say immediately, I love you too. What kind of guy is that? So give him one last chance, otherwise no more breaks. Those kind of guys, they get on my nerves. Anyway, back to you calls, 855-905-8255. Any questions, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Thomas. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So, uh, what's going on between you and your girlfriend's dad? How can I help you? Well, I've been, me and my girlfriend have been dating for a few months, and our relationship is great. Me and her vibe really good, and um, I just met her dad recently, and uh, we've met a couple times, and I just get a vibe from him like he doesn't like me. Why? Well, I just... He's very standoffish, like I try to get to know him a little bit, and he just gives me like one-word answers. He's not very receptive to me, and I just get a feeling like he just doesn't want me dating his daughter. And you think there's a reason of that? Is there a big age difference? Is there, what, what, in his mind, what's the big deal? I don't know. I mean, me and her are similar in age. Um, okay. I, don't, I don't really know, to be honest. Okay. So, uh, is your girlfriend aware of that? I mean, I haven't really told her straight out, I don't think he likes me, but she sees that I've been putting an effort to try to bond with him. Like, he, he's really into fishing, so I've, I've even went out and bought fishing stuff and tried to, like, go out with him to have, like, me and him time, but even then, he just acts like he doesn't like me. Hmm. 
Now, how happy are you with your girlfriend? Scale of one to ten. Um, a hundred. I mean, we're. Uh, I, I love her. Like, I, I think she's the one. So that's why it's so important for me to have her dad like me. You know. Mom, I'm gonna make you I feel better. It doesn't matter whatsoever. All you gotta do is be respectful. The rest is all an illusion. It's a cliche. As my mom and my dad married for 56 years and they didn't always get along with my dad's parents or my mom's dad. The truth is, once you are with somebody you love, the family can choose to love you or not. It doesn't matter. What matters is what you said about your girlfriend. I love her on a scale of 1 to 10 or 100. I mean, I really want to emphasize this because when two people has been put in the universe together, if people around them don't see the birth of a new love, a new maybe family, a, a new energy, well, those people have no say. And you're an adult, your girlfriend is an adult, so no one has the right to get in the way of true love. And father, mother, they should all be supportive when things are great. And if they're not, they lost. That's it, okay? All right, appreciate it, man. Anytime, Thomas. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thanks, Simon. You too. I'm just wondering, I mean, how would you feel if you have found your true love in life and uh, their family didn't like you. Would that bother you or not really? Let's talk about that next. How would you react if you found uh, your true love, your other half, and um, their parents or their family didn't really like you, didn't really engage with you? Um, just like my last caller, Thomas said, you know, my, my uh, girlfriend's dad you know, is very short with me. How would you feel? Would that bother you? Or like me, you couldn't care less. And I know it's shocking to say that, but that's the fact that we must now understand that more important than the in-laws and the brothers and the sisters of everybody, it's that we found true love. It's like we found the light. And I really believe we have to be strong about that. We have to be polite. We have to be respectful at all times with everybody. But we have to not be like emotionally depending on another family's love or, or agreement with us. But we got to be respectful. Let me tell you my personal story in my family, where I've learned to be so direct about this and why. Coming up next. So I know I may sound a little bit strong when I say, you know, if I met a woman and she was my true love and her parents didn't approve of me, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Why? Because my parents have taught me that. That it doesn't matter if you're polite and respectful that other people don't like you. It doesn't matter. It was my mom's school. If my father's mom or, or other people of his family would not approve of her, she couldn't care less. She loves my dad with all her heart. My dad loves her with all his heart. They've been together 56 years. And they taught me, once the universe has put two people together and it's the birth of a nuclear family, a new one, Anybody against it can go kiss their derriere, bye-bye. And I believe in that. I know it's not everybody, and I respect your opinion, but I really believe we have to be supportive of true love and not get in the way with passing judgment on new partners. I made my point. I'm going to put it on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Please go vote. Tell me what you think. And you call the next. You want to bring a little light tonight in that dark night? Share with me a love story. Share with me something very sweet you are doing for your partner. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Genevieve. Oh, bonjour, Simon. 
Bonjour. So I understand you and your boyfriend uh, are together and you're doing something pretty sweet for each other. What is it? Uh, well, you know, whenever one of us has to run errands, um, whether it's to the market or, you know, the drugstore, wherever, um, we bring back something for the other person that's um, unexpected and uh, just sweet, like we're thinking about them. It doesn't doesn't have to be expensive um, or anything like that, but it's just uh, surprises. Um, and so we like to think we surprise each other in other ways. So this is the way we're sort of entertaining ourselves without a lot of outside-of-the-house activity. Oh, I like that. So give me an example of a surprise. Okay. Um, the other day, he brought home an, a bottle of wine that was just not it's not a very good bottle of wine. Um, and I said, oh, thank, you know, thank you, honey. And he said, don't you remember? And I said, remember what? And he said, this was the first bottle of wine we had at that little re restaurant we had our first date in. And oh. it, was, it was not a very good restaurant, Simon. But this was <laughs> the best bottle of wine they had. And this was what he brought for me. And it just reminded us of, uh, you know, our first time together, and it was really lovely. Yes, and how did that make you feel? Oh, it made me feel great. I mean, for a man to remember the details of things like that is really unusual and very special. It is. It's special, all right. Well, listen, Genevieve, thank you so much for sharing that story, and I like the, the, the surprising each other like that, and little things like this makes our day more beautiful and more poetic. Yes. So... Thank you very much, and have a good Thank night. Thank you, Simon. Let's finish this show by a key question. Would you meet up with someone that you just met on a dating app at this point of the quarantine? Ah, that's a good question. Let's uh, talk about that next. Stay with me. So, would you meet up with someone who you met on a dating app at this point of quarantine? Or would you wait? I wanted to know what you thought. Honestly, I posted that on my social media, and I hope you follow me, at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out, at Rendezvous Radio. Uh, here is the result of you votes, actually. 62% of you said, nope, I'm not meeting up with anyone right now. And 38% of you say, yeah, I would meet up. And that's interesting because, you know, a lot of us are still kind of a stay at home, depending on the state you, you, you are in. But I see 40% of you are ready to meet up safely with the mask. Six feet away, minimum. Good luck with the date. I'm sure there's a way to do it. I'm not just sure yet how. Thank you so much for listening. Very, very much. Have a good night. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.